What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ready? You have the cameras rolling? I was a rolling stone. You alcohol. You got any pop shackles? <laughs> you, 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 you alcohol. Say it again. I did. I was a rolling stone. started sitting in the studio and uh, messing around with my studio software and he just pretty much told me what to do because I have no idea when it comes to that music and next thing you know we're throwing yeah. crap in there and, and <laughs> so he he pretty much composed that entire song <laughs> oh my goodness that's funny right there freaking John uh, where's my train of thought let me just tell everybody what happened so uh, those who listened to the last podcast they heard me bragging about how I had everything set up real nice. And then me and Kanan, I was, I was really looking for, I was bragging to Kanan. I was like, uh, dude, whenever you call now, I'll be just Johnny on the spot. And everything decided to take one large giant dump. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 Hey, it happens, man. It happens. It does happen. Yeah. It does happen. What was we going to talk about tonight, Kanan? I think it was finances. Ah, good point. I guess there's no better time to talk about that than now. Uh, then just jump right into it. You know, <laughs> jump right into bed with your socks still on, you know? <laughs> Dude, uh, well, I, I tell you what's kind of got me looking into this stuff. Of course, Anderson's going to be born here within probably two weeks at the longest. Yeah. That makes you reevaluate things. I've always wanted to get better at personal finances and then now the prices of crap is just going straight through the roof oh yeah it is it is what's the price of gas out there where you're at uh the cheapest place i've seen right now is 509 um <sighs> everywhere else is usually about 515 the highest i've seen is 525 that's kind of um terrifying it's it's very terrifying it really is I, so 
and this is what I tell everybody, you know, and it's like, and I'm not a rich man by no stretch of the imagination. Let's just get that straight. Um, but five dollars, five twenty-five. I don't want to, but I can handle that. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it's not fun by by no stretch. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that it can be handled. My fear is, is where does it stop? I know. Because yeah, I can I can handle five twenty-five, but what if it hits six twenty-five? Seven twenty-five. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I before long, my money is only going to be stretched so far. <laughs> you know, yes. it's like a rubber band right now. You know, and it's like I'm stretching and stretching, and then you know <laughs> something's going to break. You well, know, and what concerns me too, I I don't think we've seen the increase of just normal items come along yet from the price of this gas hitting that high because that's what I mean. It takes gas or diesel fuel to move this stuff. And so, therefore, at some point, they got to keep jacking it on up. That, and I think that right there is what people don't quite understand about these gas prices. Because I remember when the gas prices just started to rise. It wasn't even it wasn't even bad yet. I mean, it was it wasn't really bad. It was what it hit like I don't know three forty five. You know, and that was high. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. You know, because we'd been used to you know two fifteen, two twenty out in this area. Sometimes a little lower during COVID. It was like a dollar fifty. You know, right. Um, but, um, but I remember, you know, I remember reading this comment on Facebook, whatever, and this guy is like, yeah, I can afford it. Ain't no big deal. And it's like, okay, yeah, you can afford it. But, you know, think about, you know, you're not thinking of the price of overall, you know, everything is going to go up. You know, it's not, it's not just the gas, you know, it's, you know, it's, you know, just like today, we went in to buy some water, you know, to take on our job, you know. For one gallon of water at a gas station was two ninety nine. Holy cow! You know, I mean, I mean, for water, you know, it's like it's freaking that's nuts. insane. You know, and then you want to get a monster, dude. I remember you could buy a monster for like what two twenty nine. Now for that same can is like two seventy nine. I mean, it's not it's not a ton, but the price has went up. Right, and I, I think the yeah, so that's not a lot. But when everything that you buy takes that small increase, next thing you know, yes. You're running out of room in the yes. budget just for just for personal supplies. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, you're 100% right. So I mentioned to you a while back that I was listening to this podcast called The Order of Man. And it's it's a lot of stuff about manliness and men. <laughs> sounds so gay when I, I, love s- it. When I describe it. <laughs> Manly men. Manly yeah, men. Like, uh, Manly men. <laughs> but I remember one of the things he said. He was talking about, okay, one of the things that you need to do as a man is just face your fear of personal finances because most people, myself included for years, have taken the approach that uh, if I don't look at it, uh, it ain't that bad. And uh, he was like, look, you just, whatever the situation is, could be good, could be bad, you need to take it in hand. And you need to get it planned yeah. out and all that. And so I knew that you had, man, you 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 got pretty strict on your budget. Like, uh, how many years ago was it? Oh, man, it's been probably, I'm thinking, three, four years ago now, probably. On a strict budget. On a strict budget. Sure. Yeah. And so I, I thought, well, hey, obviously you've got uh, some years experience with it now. Let's uh, Let's just talk about it. See what you've what kind of pointers you've gained and stuff over the past few years. So um, I guess just break it down to basics. What did it, what did it take for you to decide, okay, it's time to get on a budget? <laughs> um, 
so it was like I said, probably three or four years ago. Me and Mariah had just we both started new jobs. I had started at Property Pros. She had started at well, we were both working for Campus Rentals at the time. That was the same name, and then I eventually branched off to another. It was the same owner, but a different company. She worked for Campus Rentals. I worked for Property Pros. We were both making really good money. I, I mean, I say really good money. I don't want to make people think that we're like you know, hundred fifty thousand a year, <laughs> you know. Right. But we, you know. It was better money than we had ever made in our life. Sure. And and we, we were comfortable, very comfortable. And um or or we should have been, I should say. We should have been really comfortable. And I remember I was in the gym one morning, I, I think it was like six in the morning. Um, Mariah calls me and she's crying. And she's like, um, the daycare bill has just come out and we don't have any money to pay for it. And I remember like just mm. instant, instant anger. Oh my goodness. I was so pissed. And mm-hmm. I said, what? I said, what? And she's like, we daycare bill come out, you know, and we don't, we don't have the money to cover it. And I'm like, we make better money now than we ever have. How are we not able to afford a stupid daycare bill? Now, mind you, daycare is expensive. I mean, at that time, I think we were paying five fifty a month and uh, it's went up from there. But, um, but I'm like, you know, th- this shouldn't be. So she told me on the phone, she said, I want you to go ahead because before I never really took over the finances. I, she paid the bills, you know, and it wasn't that she did a bad job. All the bills were paid. Um, normally we had enough money to do, you know, other things that we needed to do, you know, so on and so forth. But, um, when you keep your hand over your eyes for so long, you know, and, um, and try to pretend that everything's okay. Right. Yeah. You're eventually, you're eventually going to bump into something, Yep. (laughs) you know? And, uh, so it wasn't that she was doing a bad job at all. It was just that neither one of us was really keeping track of anything. It was just spend, spend, spend. It was, you know, and uh, so she's like, I want you to take over the finances. I said, okay. I said, that's fine. But I said, if I take over the finances, I don't want you buying a piece of tissue paper without me knowing about it. <laughs> I mean, and that's, how that that's exactly how it was. Well, she, I was so mad, you know, and I, I don't, I don't, uh, say that to try to you know bro, you know boast myself but i was so mad i think she just kind of knew that's not a battle i'm ready to take <laughs> on you know i'll leave i'll leave that one alone for now you know and uh and and, and of course she was in agreement. you know she she was on board at this time because i mean it was true we we had we were making better money than we've ever made and yet we still can't pay a simple you know daycare bill right and um so we got that behind us um I started kind of seeking some help from because everybody was like, go to Dave Ramsey, go to Dave Ramsey, whatever. Well, this lady that I worked with, when Mariah worked with her as well, she was an accountant. And uh, I just went to her and I said, hey, I said, you know, I said, just between me and you, I said, you know, I'm making better money than we've ever had. But, you know, I'm I'm in worse financial shape now than I probably ever have been. Sure. And uh, she said, um, she said, give me about an hour. So I'll draw you something up. I was like, okay. So she kind of drew up this little thing and she's just like, okay, she said, um, I got all of these slots here for you. She said, this is everything that I can think of that would probably, that you probably have. And so I went over it with her and I was like, yeah, that's about, that's about right. And so she's like, okay. So she's like, now, if you don't mind, she said, if you tell me how much, um, each thing is, I will write it down for you. And then I will let you know about how much money you should have at the end of each month and, you know, and so on and so forth. So this lady was just doing this for free. Yeah, she was just doing it. Just she was a nice lady. Um, she she knew us well. We worked together. Um, yeah, so she was just out of the kindness of her heart. It was amazing. 
And uh, so I sat down with her and I started giving her all the numbers or whatever. Well, when she got done, she's like, you should have like $1,300 a month extra money that could just go into the bank. Mm. And I'm like, oh, oh my, are you serious? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I definitely need to make a change then because I don't have $1,300 uh, anywhere right now. <laughs> <You know? Right. laughs> so, 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 um, so I started following that. Well, then she started talking to me about debt because I, w- I was in some debt too. And uh, she's like, you know, she said, what you need to do is she's like, you need to kind of start with your, you know, your smallest bill. And then you just need to kind of get that one out of the way. She's like, and then you need to roll it over into the net. You know, I was like, have you ever heard of Dave Ramsey? And she goes, no, he's Dave Ramsey. Wait, she, I'm like, she had never heard. She never heard of Dave Ramsey. And she no. was, a, that's, was she that's, an accountant? No, maybe I'm. Yeah. Well, an account, not, maybe not account. What was it? A, uh, is it a CPA? Oh, uh, like okay. a tax lady, yeah. like, you know? And I said, you never heard of Dave Ramsey? And she's like, no, she was just really good at finances. And that's what I think is so funny is people just go screaming for Dave Ramsey. And it's like, really, if you, if you just have a brain and you just, you know what I'm saying? Like, you yes. don't really have to, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not rocket science. And once I started, you know, like once this, it like, it was like a light bulb and it just started clicking. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is so stinking simple. Why haven't I done this a long time ago? It is, it is very, like you said, it's not rocket science. And I've noticed that because I, I've been watching some more of his clips over the past few weeks or whatever. And I've noticed yeah. that like some of the questions people call in, it's like, uh, dummy, don't. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. I, I've heard that same thing. And I'm like, I'm like, well, this right here is what you need to do. You know, <laughs> hey, idiot, quit spending $30 a day at McDonald's. That's going to help right. you out. <laughs> right, <laughs> Yeah. absolutely. Like, but uh, so so anyway, so she was like, yeah, so she really helped me through this process. And then before you knew it, me and Mariah were both just actually, and even to this day, we enjoy taking our paycheck out of the bank. And now if people are not going to, people are not going to get on the on bandwagon with what I'm doing. I, I'm doing it totally different. People's not going to like it. We handle everything in cash. If we know we're going to go on a trip or, or, you know, or uh, we're going to be going, you know, like a day trip somewhere or whatever, then we'll take our cash and we'll put it in the bank and then use our card. But a lot of times I just use, I use all cash. You know, there, there is a sense of security in using cash because I'll yeah. tell you this, this happened to me just a while back. Uh, it was profit share time at my job. And so there was a abnormally large check that they, that they wrote. Yeah. And so I go to deposit that check into my account with Huntington freaking bank <laughs> And next thing yeah. I know, dude, my entire account is locked down. I'm talking completely locked. Like, I couldn't even get onto online banking. It wouldn't even <laughs> let me log in to see how much I had, dude. And it was that oh, way for, word. I think, over a week before I finally oh, got it. Word. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we're just guarding against bad checks. I'm like, yeah, you're you're guarding yourself against somebody screwing you. Meantime, you're screwing me because I got bills. Dude, there was, like, bills that needed to come out. Oh, that yeah. account was locked up. Couldn't come out. Him out. Oh, yeah, it was freaking. It was freaking insane. That, that's that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So I do get the so uh, you know that simplicity yeah. of using cash. Well, and, and and too with cash, man. You know, I like actually being able to hold it and fill it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I, I, and, you know, when I, and I go to a store, I I second guess myself. Do I really want to hand this money across the counter to them? Yeah. You know, but when it's but when it's a card, oh, swipe. You know, know, swipe, swipe, and, know. and that you, and it's just, it's just, a, it's really bad. So, 
So what we started doing was, is we started an envelope system. The envelope, we have it written on there, every bill, even down to my haircut. And we take what it is a month and we divide that over four weeks. And then we put however much that money would be in each envelope. And at the end of the month, you have your money and then some, a lot of times, um, in that, in that, you know, specific envelope for that bill or whatever. And, uh, so that's how you do it. So we handle a lot in cash and a lot of people don't like that because, you know, well, for one, we are going more of a, a cashless uh, society. We are. Yeah. Um, it seems to be that way, but, um, but for us, it's still working. And, and honestly, we've been talking about the every dollar app and we'll even kind of get into that. I'm sure a little bit. Yeah. Um, I want to try, I want, I want to get your feedback from that because, um, I would like to know how that works, you know, pulling out of your bank account and stuff, because sure. I may end up going to, I may end up going to that. Well, you talk about using cash all the time. Now, what are the drawbacks to that? Cause I'm imagining like, so when you, when you get your paycheck, you just, uh, you just withdraw all of that out. And so then what I'm yeah. guessing is then as bills come due, then you're making several trips to the bank just to, to cover that yes. certain bill. Yes, you are. So, we're probably um, we we've been doing it for so long now that we kind of got it down to a little bit more of a science. Sure, <laughs> so sure. It, it's not like running every day, but we probably are going to the bank. I would say probably it, it, it all depends. There's some weeks that I may go two and three times. There's other weeks I can go two three weeks and not and not go hardly at all. It, it's okay. it's weird. It, it's weird. It's weird. Um, it, it's usually more around when the bills are coming out. Well, let me ask you this then, and this is something that that I've struggled with in the past. Having a bunch of because most of our bills now are like on auto pay, where they just yeah. get with, withdrawn. Did you have any trouble with it? Because for me, the longest time, like I didn't know when they were going to hit, and just all of a sudden, it's like boom! I'm yeah. Like, Whoa! What happened? Yeah. You know. Yeah. You're dodging missiles. Yeah. <laughs> and then two weeks later, it's like boom! You know, you hit it. It's like, hey, what? Hold on a minute, boys. And yeah, so how yeah. did you figure yeah. all that in? Did you just have to, do you keep like a calendar of all, okay, this bill's due, this comes out then, this, or did you just do away with auto pay? Um, there's very few things that is on auto pay for us. Um, just because you're right, that can be very, that can be very hard too. But the ones that are, what we did was, is in our notes, we have written down, you know, we have our envelope system, but on our notes, we also have, basically what it is how much it is and then beside it is the date that it comes out so we know okay. a lot of times what date that is um but some of our bills kind of flip-flop like i think our trash because we have to pay for that and i think that that kind of comes out at random times it, it's really weird it's like why can't that just be a set date but anyway right you know what i'm saying so right. so um that can be you know so that that's um so that is some drawbacks to cash. Another thing to draw, you know, drawback to cash is when you go to the bank, um, you know, you're you're withdrawing a large sum of money, and they mm -hmm. ask you every time, you know, like, well, what are you doing with this money? And it's like, well, this is none of your business. <laughs> they, <laughs> you know? they ask and, you uh, what you're doing with the money. Yes, I think it's like a security thing, like you know, like <laughs> making sure everything's okay. Like you know, is like I think she'll be like, um, you know, like what are you doing with the money? Is this you know? And I'll, and but they've gotten to know me now to where I'm just like budgeting. You know, yeah. like, oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm buying yeah. a large amount of cocaine. Why? What are you doing with yeah. yours? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, one time I told him because I was withdrawing and I told him, I was like, I'm buying a car. <laughs> you know, and they're like, oh, really? What kind of car? It's like, 
now now you're just getting nosy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a 1997 no, screw you is what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's, uh, so yeah, so that, that's drawbacks. But the, the reward is, is that um, we're, we're no longer like just strapped, you know, financially. Yeah. And so, and, and I'm honestly too, like me and Mariah has talked about, it, it's like, we're honestly kind of scared to like, start messing with it too much and trying to figure out new ways because we're like it's not broken and i don't want to break it right. <laughs> you know it's like right I understand it, it's that. working you know it, it's working but but i really am interested in the every dollar app which i downloaded and i just use it manually and that that is a really cool app i mean that that really is like it i mean it breaks down everything you know for you i mean it lets you know how much you've got planned for the month uh, if you start entering stuff in manually, it lets you know how much you have in each, you know, in each like slot. And, um, and that, that, that's really cool. That thing has been really cool to see how much I have at the end of the month and stuff. Maybe for uh, people that aren't familiar with it. Um, cause I'm, I'm new to it as well. I'm here's, here's where I'm at. So I've started the budget thing probably about six times, <laughs> written the budget <laughs> down, been like, there it is. We can live in that. And then thrown it into a corner <laughs> and forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, yeah. so to be seriously uh, on this path, I'm fairly new. To, I'd say we started this probably within the last, I don't know, maybe three weeks, four weeks, something like that. Okay. And I remember you told me about the Every Dollar app, which is from Dave Ramsey, and um, I've heard him talk about it as well. He's like, you know, it takes you like ten minutes to set up, which is kind of a lie. I mean, when I got to sit there and be like, how much do I need for groceries? I, I don't. I, yeah. I eat until I'm not hungry. How much does that cost? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I did notice that it takes a little bit of time just to come up with the numbers, but it is very simple to use. And uh, right now, I'm doing the free trial because I'm not sure. Uh, I wasn't sure if I wanted to pay like I think it's like 130 bucks for a year. And I'm like, yeah, Geez, I think so. Dave Ramsey for trying to get people not to spend money. You're sure asking us to spend a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> exactly. That, and I said the same exact thing. Dude. So the same exact thing. But I will say, um, for the trial of Ramsey Plus or whatever it is, it mm -hmm. it links to your bank account, so all that manual entering in is completely yeah, done away with. It just pulled. Yeah. And so far, it's pretty. Uh, I would my free trials up here in like uh, a week. And I think I'm just going to go ahead and go ahead and roll with it, man. It's, uh, I think it's worth the, what that equals out to what roughly now I look like a fool, uh, like 10 bucks a month, something like that, roughly 10 or 12, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So has it been pulling out of the proper spot every time? Um, so far I have to tag everything, but they're all right there in the app. So you don't have to like keep, cause for me, I'd have to keep like switching screens to my, or else sit and write everything down from my for my online yeah. Huntington banking, yeah. then enter all that in. So yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if like next month, if it will remember what was tagged for what, uh, that I'm okay. not sure, but just the fact that it just imports all that information automatically is a humongous time saver. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. Well, now that I know that you like it and stuff, I may do it as well. That may really help. That may really help us out, honestly. And then what do you do? Then you just have everything on a, an automatic like withdrawal to where like all your bills just automatically just kind of come out of that then we have a lot of i would say probably most of our bills are on auto automatic withdrawal but okay uh at least this way i can track it and just track it for the month it's so like right now i'm in the first month so 
I think you told me what, how, how long did it take you to kind of dial in to get your budget accurate? Uh, it took probably uh, about two or three months probably to really get everything dialed in right. So I'm on the first month of, you know, a strict budget. So I'm yeah. basically what I'm doing now is just kind of logging stuff, but it gives you, it gives you access to a lot of data, a lot of analytics and stuff as well. Uh, so from yes. month to month, you know, it, I think it's really going to help out with that. So yeah, that was cool because I even started logging stuff because when I was like, before I even heard of the every dollar app, like I would log, like I would put in my notes, like the more important stuff, like not so much like, um, like mortgage or car payment or anything like that. Cause a lot of that stuff, it's all fixed, you mm-hmm. know? So I know what that is each month. I mean, unless I start paying more or something like that, but, um, with say like groceries, gas, um, miscellaneous money. Um, I like to log all of those because I, before the every dollar app, I like to just see what I was spending each month on, on each one of those things anyway. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So, so that is what is kind of really cool about the every dollar app is, is that, you know, it basically logs all that and lets you know how much money you've spent. Something I just double checked on too, because, um, a lot of people might have multiple accounts. You know, like if you mm-hmm. like if you finance a truck through a certain bank, you have to have an account. You can add more than one sure. account in there as well. I was curious about that too to see if um, that's pretty cool. Be able to track that. Cool too, then. You just mentioned about miscellaneous money. So tell me, like I said, I'm still I'm still getting all this information down. What do you usually put under okay. miscellaneous? Uh, miscellaneous is more like um, okay. I, I can give a lot of for instances. So here here goes. So, like, say you got with a friend, um, you're at their house, and they're like, "Hey, uh, you guys, want to grab some pizza?" You're like, "Sure." That would grab out of miscellaneous money. Throw it to that. Okay. Um, if you need you need toothpaste, deodorant, hairspray, anything like that, miscellaneous money. Um, if you go out to eat, a lot of times if we go out to eat, um, um, now I will I will say there's a lot of times, and I'll get to this in a second. Sometimes there's um there's like extra money in the budget. So a lot of times I'll use that to eat on or go out to eat with the family. But if I don't have much of that, then I'll go to the miscellaneous and be like, okay, miscellaneous money. There's enough in there that I'll go out to eat, you know, and have a good dinner, you know, with me and the family or something like that. Okay. So that's really what, that's really what miscellaneous um, comes under. And, and two miscellaneous can just also be a good buffer. Um, because like if say your gas, maybe you haven't calculated enough money in for gas, you could use that, you know, for gas money, you know, or, you know, or if you didn't maybe budget enough money for, you know, say electric bill or something like that, then, you know, miscellaneous, but that's, that's not really what that's for honest. I mean, that's, you know, but it can, it can be a good buffer. It's basically if, if trap goes sideways, you have a little bit of money there to kind of fall back into, you know, for your monthly, you know. And so that way you're, you're eating into the miscellaneous account and not into the savings account. Yes, absolutely. Uh, And and two, and two miscellaneous money can also just, it it can really just be, if you want to call it fun money, you know, it can just be money that you, you know, you want to go out and do something you want to, you know, um, you know, you you kind of have that to fall into. Cause I mean, obviously you don't want to be taking money out of the the car insurance or the car payments or the mortgage or anything like that, you know, to go out to eat on. Wait a minute. I've I've been doing it wrong all this time. (laughs) Oh man. That's what happened to your last house. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) You know, the Uh, thing, the thing that made me realize, Hey, there's a problem here because, uh, well, when me and miss first got married, of course we were, 
pretty well broke. You know, we've talked about that before. <laughs> Me too. And so we make uh, kind of in the same situation that you were in, Kane. Like, mm-hmm. all right, we we make decent money now. You know, we live comfortably. I think we live more comfortable than than I did as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, which I consider a success. But I would notice so. Usually around, um, like say income tax time, if if you play your cards uh, correctly, which I, I'm not sure. The older I get, the more I'm not sure how that's done. But you know, you get your you get your <laughs> refund back, and yeah. so then you'd have that large influx into the savings account. And then I would notice just over the course of the year that would just continue to dwindle. And I'm yes. like, I'm like, wait a minute, okay, so we're not broke. However, we've got a leak somewhere. Yeah. And I want to stop that leak and get yes. that savings account headed back the other direction instead of just constantly Absolutely. having to eat into it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is where, and that's where a, just a good budget will come in to where, you know, where your leaks are at, you know, where to plug them, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's where you can start dropping money into your savings and, and you can see that savings account grow and not dwindle. Like you said. Right. Uh, one last question before I let you go. Do you subscribe to the whole, because Dave Ramsey's pretty big on pay off every single bit of debt that is ever possibly known to mankind before no you begin to, uh, well, his, his saying is beans and rice. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Do it like that. So do you subscribe to that? Because I know there's a lot of people don't necessarily agree with him. He does have a good track record. So I guess it does work. But I was curious yeah. your thoughts on that. Okay, so I mean, you you, you said last question, and you just opened up a whole can of worms, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, I I we could we could always come back to this some other time. We have endless podcasts coming out, but yeah, um, we could always come back to this. But my my opinion on on Dave Ramsey is is Dave Ramsey is preaching to a really a different crowd than what I'm trying to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um. And I don't mean this, and I don't want to offend anybody or or sound. I'm not trying to sound arrogant or anything like that. But if you are a nine to five guy or woman that um, is just wanting a 401k and wanting to live a comfortable life until they retire, then Dave Ramsey's the guy. He is really good at keeping helping with self control. He's really good at helping you keep out of debt. Um, he's really good at helping you really manage your finances. I'm all for that. This whole no debt thing is really, if you're really trying to succeed as far as investing, um, or driving nice cars or having a nice house, uh-huh. then Dave Ramsey's not really the guy because he, for one, if, say you are an investor, say you're on to invest. Dave Ramsey says that you should not invest until, um, I don't want to get ahead of myself here. I've been reading this book a little bit. I believe he wants a college fund for the kids saved up for. And at least, and I think the house paid off too, but if not the house, at least like no debt, like cars, cell phones, um, you know, the only debt I think, and I don't, I think he even wants the house paid off too. But if, if you are allowed to have some debt, I think he says that maybe a mortgage is okay. But that is before you are to ever start investing and trying to make passive income. You know what I'm saying? So that and it's like that's a lot of money, then. That's a ton of money. I mean, just a just a college money. fund 
in and of itself. Good Lord. I mean, dude. Okay. So he talks about the college funds. I've been reading his book. I actually found out that there are these college savings funds or whatever that you can invest into. That is like, I think you can invest at like $2,000 a year Mm -hmm. that sometimes if if the stock market and all this is going good, it could earn you up to 12% a year. So that is a help, but you're still talking a lot of money for a college fund before you ever start trying to invest in other things to make you better money for retirement. And I'm like, that, that just doesn't, you know, I mean, it now again, if that's what you're worried about, if that's what you're concerned about. If you're, if all you're concerned about is working the best job you can, make the best money you can at the job that you're at, um, staying out of debt, paying for your kids' college, so hopefully they have a better life than we ever had. You know what I'm saying? Right. Then Dave Ramsey would be the guy to listen to. So it but sounds if you like are to somebody, me, you're saying that he's like his plan is how you play it safe. Yes. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. It's a safe route. Uh, what low, Very safe route. low, low risk, uh, you know, decent reward. Yeah. I mean, it's a reward. <laughs> I don't know how decent it is. <laughs> I mean, dude, you, you think about it. You think about it back when Dave Ramsey was writing these books and I'm probably a ton of people going to disagree with me on this and that's fine. Back when Dave Ramsey first written the book money makeover, and he was talking about what was it in 2006, five or six, somewhere in that range. He was talking about, um, you know, having a thousand dollar emergency fund and, and all that great stuff. That that's good stuff. That that's really good. Mm-hmm. That, I'm I'm in I'm in favor of that. But when he was preaching that, a thousand dollars would go a long ways. Sure, dude. When my AC goes out of my house, it's a thousand dollars. That's true. You know. Yep. You you know what I'm saying? And so it's like, so you need like. For a good emergency fund, you need like three and four grand. So I said that to say this. Go a safe route with Dave Ramsey. You come down to retirement. What are you going to have in retirement? You better hope that you have at least two mil. Well, what what does he say? I just heard him the other day. I forget what his plan. He he does estimate that you'll you'll wind up like comfortable for retirement. But is he so I guess my question is. Is he talking about, okay, just normal living? Like you can just live normal, but not like you're not going to be uh, like extremely wealthy. No, see, that's my thing is I don't think I don't think you're going to have a great lifestyle. I think you're going to basically your your bills will be paid. You probably won't have a house payment because, you know, no debt, of course, no, no car payment. So he's saying that you won't have any debt. So that will help you out, which he is correct on if that's the right you're taking. Um, but if I mean, if say you come down to retirement and you only have, you know, three, four mil and inflation is through the roof, then, you know, that money that basically you would be living off the interest of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like how much money is that going to be? I I don't feel that that's going to be you're going to live. I don't think you're going to live like you're not going to have no brand new Ford in your driveway and no nice big house. You're you're probably not ever going to be a snowbird. You yeah. know, you're, you're, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because that takes that takes big money. Yeah, good point. It does. It does. And it's like, I just don't, I don't really see like, if if you want to, I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be like respectful. I mean, if you don't want to be broke, then 
and have a re- horrible retirement, I would say start investing at a young age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and sure. not really taking yeah. the whole and taking the whole approach of, you know what I'm saying? Okay, let's take the stock market for instance. Okay, back in December, I and I think I already told you this story. Back in December, I checked my 401k. It had like nine grand in it. I had forgotten about it for a little bit. Went back to it what in like January or no 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 it was like February or March. Dude, it dropped to like thirty five hundred dollars. You know, okay, wow. no big, no big deal, no big deal. If, if uh, you know, you know, because you're young whatever. and got, got a while to recover from it. Yeah, exactly. No big deal for me. But what if you're like a 65, 67 year old man getting ready to retire, mm-hmm. and that happens to you? What, what happens then? Like, <laughs> I mean, that, that's my whole thing with the whole stock market. And, sure. You know, and 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 saving for retirement and stuff. And which saving retirement is great. I mean, I I do that too. I mean, I right. I have a backup plan. You know, I have a backup plan. You know, but that's not my sole focus. Is just to try and save as much dollars as I can. And, and two, me and me and uh. Me and Josh Ranke, I, I think I say his name. Me and Josh Ranke, we were laughing the other day. Like, you know, Dave Ramsey talks about, you know, you know, live, uh, live like no one today, so you can live like no one tomorrow. You know, <laughs> and it's like, it's like that's great, but when you're old and retired, like you're not going to want to climb up into a nice big uh, Chevy truck. You're not going to want to go out and ride four wheelers. You're not going to want to go out and horseback riding. You're not probably going to want to go out and. Uh, you know, and play golf all the time because you're going to be, you're going to be an old fart that can't really move, you know? So it's like, that's a good point, man. you know, it's like, so, so yeah, Dave Ramsey, like I said, I think he he's preaching to a different crowd than really what I'm listening to, but I think overall he's got some great stuff. I, I'm not like dogging him and saying like, Oh, he does not know what he's talking about. No, he does. Like if you, if you have a problem with spending, um, you have a problem with not being able to control debt, then, then I would listen to Dave Ramsey because I mean, obviously, you know, he can help you at least get through that right there. But I think, I think, I th- okay, let me put it this way. Let me put it. It's a very nice way. He is for beginners. I see. Once you become, yeah. once you become advanced, then you can start kind of making your own mind up and you can start, it, it'd be almost like the CHM, you know, you, when you're little, you know, they kind of, they kind of like, you know, you're like listening to all their junk and stuff and you're just buying all into it. and it, You're swallowing a hook, line, and sinker and all, oh, man, that's the best thing I've ever heard. But then as you get older, you're like, I don't really know if I agree with that. Okay, I may agree yeah. with this over here a little bit. I, I get what they're saying over here. I can understand that, but I don't agree with that. Uh, I'm not, I can't get on board with that either. You know what I'm saying? Then you sure. kind of start picking out, you kind of start finding your own way and, and start kind of, you know what I'm saying? And so I think that would be really a wise, wise thing to do with Dave Ramsey. Well, I know some of the other guys, like uh, there's a guy I like to listen to, Patrick Bet David. He's He owns uh, an insurance company. Uh, he was okay. uh, born and I think at least partially raised in Iran, came over here, and now he's got a really good podcast. He's got this large insurance company. He's just a businessman, and, and he kind of takes more of the, I think, the approach you're talking about. It's like, dude, you got, you got to sink some money into this son of a gun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And take some risk. Uh, I guess I should say just for a disclaimer, like uh, – this is not to be considered financial advice, I think, is the disclaimer no, no, you're no, supposed to no. use. Because <laughs> I, no, I guess no, you I've, can get into big time trouble. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Purely opinion we're talking about here. Yes, 100%. I'm saying what worked, what's worked for me so far. Not, you know, and, right, and it I'm has, still learning. I'm, I'm still learning. You know, that's the whole thing. But man. it's worked and for you I, so far. 
it has worked for me so far. And I think that, you know, and I'm always trying, you know, different things and kind of critiquing this and I'm always looking at different ways of making money and I'm always, you know, I'm always scheming and, you know, and I think that's, you know, I think that's important too. So, I mean, yeah, but I would not just like, Oh, they said to do this, let's do it. You know, like, no, 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 I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't, you know, yeah. um, so, but I mean, yeah, but I, I hope, hopefully what we talked about helps, you know, there's some people out there that, you know, maybe do need, you know, more help and, you know, absolutely. And to, but to me, I enjoy it. Well, I just, uh, actually I Googled it while, while you were talking that, cause I want to get that figure. It was on CBS news. Nearly 40% of Americans can't cover a $400 expense. Yeah, that's true. I've heard that same figure. And that's, that's kind of terrifying when you think about it. That's, that's crazy, man, that most people are living paycheck to paycheck. You know, I think that, and, you know, and of course, we're living in a day, too, that, and this is, the, and like I said, there's so much uncovered here. We could have another podcast on this. But, you know, I think that's a problem with, I think, a lot of probably kids my age, you know, like our, our, um, our generation, the millennials. I think that, like, a lot of times they don't really ask what the price is overall. They just ask how much it's going to be a month. Yeah. So, yep. so then they have this, they have like this coming out of them each month and this coming out each month and this coming out each month. And the next thing you know, they really don't have any money. They're like, oh crap. You know, it's like, it's like really what you want to do is you want to try to, you want to try to keep your paychecks high and all of your expenses low. That way you have, you have money to play with, man. You right. know what I'm saying? Whether, whether you want to save it or invest it, you have money to play with. I think it's a trap that Americans fall into a lot. You know, it's like, okay, uh, of course, I imagine car prices are way above this now, but, you know, you go look at a car lot and you're like, ah, hey, you know, 450 a month. Yeah, I can handle that. And then next thing yeah. you know, it's like, um, you know, then your wife needs a car. All right, yeah, 450 a month, we can handle it. And next thing you know, you get too many 450s a month. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, or 20 yeah. bucks a month exactly. here or 50 bucks a month there. Next thing you know, the cash flow is... Uh, is it's so, <laughs> yeah, it looks like yeah, a starving yeah. model. <laughs> Isn't that the truth, man? Isn't that the truth? It's so true. And people don't really, I mean, I think people do understand it, but they just don't really care to understand that. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, whatever. What's well, one of those whatever. things? Sorry, and fine. I'm not, I'm not talking on a high horse here because this is something that I'm just now getting a handle on. So I, I want to make sure everybody knows this is not me sitting here being like, yes, yes, I have such great financial advice. No, <laughs> yeah. I've just, hey, same here, same here. I've just came, uh, you know, to reckon with this recently. And really, all, the only thing it takes is just sitting down and doing it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's not expensive. It can cost you absolutely nothing. Just, okay, how much do I have coming in? Yeah. How much do I have going yeah. out? Exactly, exactly. Well, and, and that's the thing. Is, is I've, I've, even, I've made boneheaded mistakes even even like within the past like six months to a year that I'm like, Ooh, oh yeah, me too. I wish I wish I, I wish I wouldn't have bought that. I wish I wouldn't have done that. Like I may have jumped on that a little too soon or you know what I'm saying? Like, but it, it just comes from learning from those mistakes and trying to correct them and you know, and uh so yeah, that's yeah. But so you're always gonna, you know, maybe do things you regret or you know, whatever. But it just keep learning, keep pushing and uh, you know, yeah. And man, I would listen to all the financial guys I could get a hold of. I I read I read Dave Ramsey. I'm reading his book right now. Like I, you know, I have no problem with Dave Ramsey. I don't agree with everything that he says, but I think the majority of it is good stuff. I listen to Grant Cardone. I listen to Robert Kiyosaki. Uh, all you Trump haters, I listen to Donald Trump. You know, there's there's great stuff. I mean, there's you know, sure. I mean, there's you know, on that. So I would listen to everybody that I could get my hands on. Information is um, valuable, man. Very it valuable. is, man. Uh, very valuable. So, 
And that was kind of the question I was going to ask you in closing, but you pretty much answered it, you know, for people that um, want to find out more, what, you know, what kind of resources have helped you. And I think you pretty much just went over the list there. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I mean, those are the guys I listen to. There's, there's tons more, there's tons more, but a lot of the, a lot of the is like newer guys and a lot of them are like kind of, I don't know, feminine acting and they're just like, Mm -hmm. so guys, um, this is the best way to save $10 a month. You know, like, like, I'll, I'll just get my $10 a month, but no, I'm joking. But anyway, so yeah, but just kind of find who kind of fits like Grant Cardone. He's more of a guy that's like investing. Like if you want to invest, like that's kind of the guy like him, Robert Kiyosaki, uh, Donald Trump. Those are guys that's more about like investing and, you know, putting their money, whatever. Uh, of course, Dave Ramsey's more about getting out of debt and stuff like that. So it's all good stuff, you know, and then try to incorporate it all. Would you say it's a safe bet to stay away from the uh, get rich quick YouTube guys? <laughs> Oh my, yeah. Oh my. Those guys make me cringe um, so bad. They always, you know, they're does. standing there. They're usually like, uh, you know, a young dude, like 25. Uh, usually got, uh, well, I better not make any comments about that. But they've usually, <laughs> <laughs> but they're usually, uh, you know, they, they've got their, they'll start off their video with them with a Maserati and like two uh, good looking women. And they're like, uh, I'm yeah. going to tell you how I got rich. I'm like, are you? Are you really? Are you now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Did you? <laughs> yeah, you're you're right, dude. Those are just like I'm like, come on now, come. On. But now, tell me something. You were talking to me, and you might want to edit this out because like this is going to kind of get off track for a sec. But was you telling me about a um a thing that like what was it called? Like uh, the middle. It was basically like middleman or whatever between like yeah, drop shipping. What is that all about exactly? How does that work? I don't know. Uh, and one of the things that makes me leery of it is a lot of the people that promote it are those very guys we just made fun of. And um, okay. so basically it's like Drop. you find you would find a company that manufactures stuff. Okay. And then you would resell that. What a lot of them are saying is that it's like, uh, oh, look, this is super easy and you can just uh, – like you get on um, freaking Alibaba and you, you get this material. And a lot of times they won't even bill you for it until you've sold it. And I'm like, wait a minute, Some, something's wrong. If it was this easy, everybody in the world would be drop shipping, dude. No, you're right. Well, because I, cause I was talking to a guy the other day that he was talking about. He knows a guy that right now is he buys basically like these big like containers of stuff. Mm-hmm. and then. He all he does is, and he makes it sound super easy. Like he buys this stuff, he then lets Amazon um, store it, package it, and ship it, and then he makes like a certain amount of money off of each item. And I'm like, I'm like, well, then I want to get into that because basically all he's doing is investing money which is something yeah. that I like to do anyways. And it's like, that sounds super easy. I don't know if it's that easy, but, and that's why I was kind of wanting to ask you. I was like, well, maybe it's kind of one of the, one of the same, like maybe it's kind of the same thing. I really don't know. But it, to me, it seems like if, if something, what's the saying? Something's too good to be true. It probably is. It's something it probably I, is. I definitely want to do more research into before I would come on here and sing the praises of drop shipping or, you know, buying containers. Hey, I, same here same here hey another thing though dude um and for all you out there that might be interested bitcoin is down to last time i checked a few hours ago it was down to 22 the lowest i've seen it is 20 
um, dude, mm. it was at 60,000. It was at like 60,000, what, a year and a half ago. It was at 30,000, like a few, like what, a week or two ago. So I'm actually thinking oh, about buying into yeah. that a little bit. I know some guys I listen to, they, they got, uh, they got pretty wealthy on the whole Bitcoin thing when it first started because you could get it for what, a little bit of nothing. You can get it for nothing. So it's still, it's still expensive, but dude, I was thinking the other day, I thought, man, if I dropped a couple hundred into it and say it went from like 20 to 30, mm-hmm. like I would make a, I would make a decent profit off of that. So, you yeah. know, so it's something, something to think about. Um, now again, Robert Kiyosaki, his big thing is he likes gold, silver, and Bitcoin. Now, gold and silver—you're not going to get rich off that, right? That—that's—that's uh, that's pretty much something to make sure you retain the value. Is that—is that right? That—that's pretty much it. Now, there is people that say that the the gold value could go up, you know, to you know, which it already has some. Um, but there's, you know, they're saying that basically that just basically just guards you against um, inflation. You know, losing your basically losing your money in the stock market or, you know, if the value of the dollar drops out or something like that, it might, you know, it might uh, keep your money around and, you know, until the economy can get back on its feet or whatever. So, but, um, I've gotten into that a little bit, but not, not heavily. Yeah. Well, Kana, we were supposed to go a half hour and we're already well over that. This is, <laughs> this Whoa. is an interesting subject. I, I, I find the, the older I get, the more I'm getting interested just in this whole thing. And, um, I admire guys, you know, that that are investors and entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. the guys that have the testicular fortitude <laughs> to, <laughs> to risk a little money. And so I yeah. think we should revisit this at some point. And I, I tell you what else, I'm sure we're going to get some pushback from the Dave Ramsey followers, which I I follow him as well. I just I, I'm open to criticism. Yeah. about it. <laughs> But no, I, I, yeah. I say hit us with your best shot. Absolutely. Um, uh, hit us with something that we're not thinking about. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And hey, I'm not saying that I don't listen to him. I'm not saying that I don't read his book. I've been reading his book. I, right. I like a lot of his stuff. Um, I just don't agree with everything more when it comes to his investing. That's that's really where I differ with him a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So yeah, sure. Um so yeah, if there's anybody out there that has some info that you know that we're not seeing or whatever, man, I'd love to hear it. Absolutely. Um also at some point we should play that call. I just I was watching some of his calls the other day. He had this woman on there that they had to call the cops because she was in like a really bad situation. They had to do it like on air, basically, and sort out the situation. Maybe we can go through that uh, next time on one of the future episodes. Dude, that'd be awesome. Heck yeah, man. All right, everybody. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for today. Hillbilly Broadcast at AOL.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we're now on Minds, which is a hard one to say for me anyways. Uh, you can support the show at anchor.fm slash Phil Sparks. Other than that, I think that's all I got. I love y'all.